today, I invite you to just stay with us for this Day of Destiny podcast. If you are looking in your life for a greater outpouring of the Holy Spirit, then we invite you not to miss today. But before we do that, I want to invite you, my beloved friends, to uh, my Day of Destiny website. My Day of Destiny website is the place where you can download all of our former podcasts. You can receive the library and the wealth of God's Word. Much of it is teaching on the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, how to operate in the Spirit, how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit to allow God to use you in signs, wonders, and miracles in these incredible days that we're living in. Also, I invite you to order my book. You can do it online, one of my latest books, and that is Secrets of the Anointing. You can get Secrets of the Anointing by going to our website, mydayofdestiny.com, and subscribe to hear our, uh, our weekly podcasts and also to receive our newsletter and the articles that we put out with the newsletter. Now, beloved saints, let's go to the Word of God. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Corral. I'm so glad that you joined us today. I want to speak to you about prophecy. You know, oftentimes I've been given the question, what is the difference between prophesying and the office of prophet? Well, today I want you to know something about the difference between the power of the office of prophet and those who prophesy. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter four, verse 11, he gave some apostles, some prophets, not all, and some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith unto a perfect man. Now, beloved saints, I didn't finish the verse, but I want us to see the difference between the office of prophet and those that prophesy. If you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I pray every single one of you that are viewing this telecast, receive the promise of the Father. Jesus said, I'm going away, but I'm going to send another comforter to you. And in Acts chapter one, verse five, he said, John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Speaking of the upper room as the experience of baptism in the Holy Spirit. And if you have not had an upper room experience, I pray now, even as we're speaking, that you would receive tongues and interpretation or that you would receive that power that Jesus spoke about. Now that power, that dunamis, is resident in you through receiving baptism in the Holy Spirit. And the evidence of that dunamis power has so many miraculous manifestations. That's what the whole book of Acts is about. The miraculous manifestations of being baptized in the Spirit. And everyone wants those miraculous manifestations in their lives. 
But beloved saints, there's one particular miraculous manifestation that highlights the entire experience of being baptized in the spirit. And that, my friend, is prophecy. This is what Peter said on the day of Pentecost. He stood up and he said, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall see visions and your young men shall dream dreams. And upon my handmaidens and my servants will I pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy. I want you to see prophecy is the focus of the entire sermon of Peter at the beginning when he gives the explanation of the demonstration of what happened in the upper room. Now, beloved saints, I want you to see one of the forms of prophecy is dreams. And one of the forms of prophecy is visions. Another form of prophecy is interpretation of tongues. Beloved saints, I want you today to receive that anointing of prophecy in your life. You know, the word prophecy has a compound in the Greek. It has a prefix and a suffix. The prefix is pro. Pro means to go before. That means to know something ahead of time. 1 Timothy 1.18 tells us we need this for spiritual warfare. You know, you need to know what the devil is up to before the devil strikes. And it is possible for you to have the heads up before the enemy strikes by the Holy Spirit's power. How? The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 1.18, this I charge you, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies that went before you. That means you had knowledge ahead of time. God already spoke to you. He already told you what was ahead. All right. And how do we know what's ahead? Through our relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's so simple. It's not some complicated thing. It doesn't mean that you have to call a prophet every five minutes to know what's happening. Did you know that you have lying within you the greatest power known to man? The power of the Holy Spirit that was given on the day of Pentecost. Did you know that by your personal relationship with him, that you, beloved saints, can know things before they happen? Because why? Jesus said it. He said it at the Last Supper when he introduced the Holy Spirit to us. He said he will show you things to come. So I pray today that you will walk in that anointing of knowing things beforehand, not because of some psychic thing, God forbid, not because of something that we earned, but because you've been baptized 
Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the second part of that word, I'm going to close with this, is Femi, prophetes, prophet. This means, beloved saints, I want you to know, Femi means to know the heart, to understand the thoughts. God wants you to know your own heart first. But he wants the hearts of men to be revealed so that you might excel in agape, in building up and edifying others. So as Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, those that don't know Christ can fall on their knees and say, of truth, God is in you. Now, let's go live to the service in your Belinda, and I will be back to pray for you to receive the anointing and the mantle of prophecy on your life. We'll see you very shortly. Me is planned against us. How does he do this? Do you have to have some kind of prophetic gift for this to operate? You see, beloved saints, I want you to know that if you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have already received prophecy, whether you realize it or not. And the Lord wants us to activate it. Because if we look at the upper room, let's look at it just for a moment. And let's see what baptism in the spirit actually does in the life of a believer. The Bible tells us in Acts, let's go to Acts chapter 1 verse 5. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 5, John truly baptized you with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Meaning the experience in the upper room is actually going to be baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now I want you to see what is the characteristic that defines the upper room. So often we have limited the upper room experience only to speaking in tongues. But I want you to understand what Peter explained on the day of Pentecost, what he said when he arose and the people of Jerusalem were saying these men are drunk with wine. But Peter stood up. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verses 13, 14, and 15, he said, these men are not drunk with wine, as you suppose, because it's just the third hour of the day. But they, hallelujah, are filled with the Spirit. In other words, he says, going down to verse 16, he says, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, for it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall see visions and your young men shall dream dreams. And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens will I pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy. Did you notice, beloved, that here as we look at the book of Acts, we are seeing they're going to prophesy. Your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. And so often we have limited prophecy only to thus saith the Lord. 
But I want you to know that dreams are a form of prophecy. Visions are a form of prophecy. I want you to know when the Bible says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall see visions, and your young men shall dream dreams. The Bible here, beloved saints, is showing us various forms of prophecy that come through baptism in the Holy Spirit. So we need to understand being submerged in the supernatural when one is baptized in the spirit brings one into a prophetic life. This is why the Bible says, and they shall prophesy. You see, beloved, when Peter was quoting Joel and said, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your old men shall see visions, your young men shall dream dreams. Actually, it is also a comparison in the context to Numbers chapter 12. If we look at Numbers chapter 12, verse 6, the Bible tells us, If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision. I will speak to him in a dream. So therefore, when we see this word, prophetes, we understand this prefix for the word prophet to go before, to have beforehand knowledge. It is something that has been given to every believer who is baptized in the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus said, now I want you to understand something. This can only happen to the believer that knows the Holy Spirit as a person. When we know the Holy Spirit as a person and not just as a power, when we know the Holy Spirit and have the relationship with the Holy Spirit that Jesus spoke about in John chapter 14, 15, and 16, I want you to see what the Bible teaches us because Jesus said in John chapter 16, looking at verse 13, the Bible says, and Jesus said, hallelujah, he said, he will show you things to come. Howbeit he, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever things he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Notice, beloved saints, the personal pronoun of he. We see in verse 13, it is actually used seven times. So Jesus is emphasizing the Holy Spirit is a person. And we see that we are shown things to come when we know him as a person. This is why our relationship with the Holy Spirit is the most important relationship because he's the one who shows us Jesus. He's the one who brings to our remembrance everything Jesus has said to us. So here we see this word, prophet, prophetes. We see that it actually shows us the work of the Holy Spirit, just like the prophet Elisha, who warned the king of Syria ahead of time 
We can actually avoid warfare. We can avoid attacks of the enemy. We can be warned by the Spirit, advised by the Spirit, connected by the Holy Spirit through this anointing of prophecy that resides in the life of every believer who has been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now I want to conclude with showing you this second part of the word prophetes. This is the suffix. The suffix prophet, the suffix in the word prophetes for prophet is the verb theme. And this word theme literally means to make known one's thoughts. I want you to know this is what the Holy Spirit does when we're baptized in the Spirit. He doesn't just make somebody else's thoughts known, but he also lets our thoughts be known. And he reveals to us the word of the living God. So today, beloved saints, I want to invite you to ask the Holy Spirit to begin to use you with various forms of prophecy. He wants to give you dreams. He wants to give you visions. He wants to use you. He wants to show you things to come like the prophet Elisha. And we see the office of prophet and the work of prophet in so many works of the Holy Spirit. Beloved, I want you to see that in the Hebrew scriptures, we see types and shadows of the office of prophet. We see Miriam, who was the prophetess, who shows us that the prophet and the office of prophet gives the body of Christ the water that needs to be given to us because the Bible teaches us that it was after the death of Miriam that the wells, that the water stopped flowing in Numbers chapter 20. And then we see in the prophet Deborah, we see in the prophetess Deborah, the work of the office of prophet. And we see that her work, her anointing shows us how to enter in to the supernatural secrets of spiritual warfare. And we see what the office of prophet does through the prophet Haggai and the prophet Zechariah. Both Haggai and Zechariah show us how to be consistent. And in that consistency, we are able to press forward to the impossible, just like they did in the time of the rebuilding of the temple. And the prophet Ezekiel shows us the office of prophet because the prophet Ezekiel shows us the realm of the spirit. And we see the realm of the spirit revealed in Ezekiel chapter 1. And we see through the office of prophet a type and a shadow through Abiathar, the one who came with the breastplate, the one who came with the ephod to King David and shows us through the power of the spirit how we can enter in to spiritual warfare and how in 1 Samuel chapter 30, we see supernatural instruction that gives us uh, ability to avoid destruction from the enemy.
So today, beloved saints, we enter into this prophetic life. And in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we ask you to reveal to us the anointing of the prophet, the gift of prophecy, which is given to every believer, the office of prophet that is given to some for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. And also, Lord, we want to praise you and thank you today that you are giving in your church many prophets raising them up in the church they may not be operating in the office of prophet but God we want to give you praise today for many men and women who are going to become anointed and skilled prophets to be able to know Lord God divine directions where to go like Ananias to go to a street called straight or even like Cornelius when Lord God, you gave him that vision and you gave him specific directions to go to the house of Simon the Tanner in Joppa by the, sea, by the seaside. In Jesus' name, give us specific anointings. For Jesus' sake, we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the telecast. It is our prayer that today the power of the Holy Spirit will overtake your life. Just as Elijah passed by Elisha and cast that mantle upon him. And you know the result. Elisha went after, he ran after Elijah. And I want you to know the Holy Spirit has cast his mantle upon you today. But it's up to you whether you are going to stay stuck at the plow and look backward or whether you're going to go forward and say, Lord, I'm willing to pay any price for that anointing on my life. I'm going to tell you something, beloved. It is God's will that you experience the prophetic gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, Joseph did not prophesy until the coat was given to him. The Bible tells us it was after the coat was given to him. The Bible tells us that he received the coat in Genesis 37 verse 3. And the Bible tells us that he dreamed dreams in verse 5. Why? Because the coat represents the anointing and the coat represents the power of the Holy Spirit. And God has given you that anointing and that power to go forward for these end times. I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you empower your people for the impossible. Lord, that you mantle your people for the impossible. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for those in a spiritual battle. I pray for everyone viewing this telecast that's been surrounded by the enemy. And in the name of Jesus, I release the anointing that was upon Elisha to know the plan of the enemy before he strikes. In the name of Jesus, let your people get it from God's word. Let your people get it from a dream. Let your people get it from a, a something in their spirit that lets them know exactly what the plan of the enemy is so they might go forward to do the will of God. And God is speaking to my heart. There's someone else. Your prophecy 
it seems, is locked up. Your prophetic word has not been released. You don't know how to possess it. But God is telling me to tell you, go forward, possess that prophetic word, begin to operate in it and know that no weapon formed against you or your prophetic word can prosper. God wants you to go forward and not be intimidated by any giants that want to block the path of you possessing your promise. You shall go forward and possess every promise that God has given you. Now, today we're going to close this program and I want to invite every person that's viewing this telecast today to receive Jesus Christ into their life as their personal Lord and Savior. You know, beloved, we are up against a battle and there may be someone here that maybe cannot answer this question. If I ask it, I want to ask you, Do you know the first person who ever loved you completely, loved you just for you, loved you and made you feel so safe, loved you and was with you and had confidence in you and carried you through every storm of life? Some of us cannot say, I don't know one person who loved me completely. I don't know one person who loved me just for me, but I want to introduce you to someone who will love you and who has loved you even before you were born. Before you were born, I knew you and I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. That's what God told Jeremiah. And the Bible says in Psalm 139 that you knew us and you formed us and you knew us completely even before we came forth from our mother's womb. I know today you, my dear friend, can know Jesus Christ as your Savior. He's the one who loves you completely. He's the one who will be your best friend. He is the one who will lead you through the storms of this life. And I want you to know in these end times that we're living in, these very uncertain times, we can be certain. We can go to the rock, the rock of ages, who will be with us forever and ever. He's reaching out his hand to you right now. Someone who has felt suicidal, someone who has had their husband leave them, someone who has just broken up in a relationship, someone whose business partner betrayed them. I want you to know that Jesus Christ is here for you. You can receive him right now into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. Say this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Be my personal Lord and Savior. Wash me clean from all of my sin. I receive you now. And I receive the new nature that you're giving to me. I receive it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. And now for those of you who would like to partner with us in our worldwide Hesed outreach for the poorest of the poor, you can do that at mydayofdestiny.com or you can also uh, text to give through Hesed. That is Hesed, C-H-E-S-E-D, and text it to 77 
1-800-273-8277. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Corral, and we'll see you very soon.